Hello and welcome to the League 31 of Drive the Lane podcast. Um, we are in PNTT coverage. I am your host, Coach Jimmy Neutron of the Rochester Boy Geniuses. What is up, Nerd Nation? Uh, and today I have with me a very special guest. You probably know him if you've been listening long enough. Uh, Coach Cheese of the Yuma Favorite Deputy. Coach, how you doing? Good, man. What's going on, all you cats and kittens? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, how was... Uh, so we're on signing day, of course, um, on the... You know, uh, that's why when we record these, we have to wait for teams to sign their people. Uh, how are you feeling about your signing day team prospects? Uh, we survived signing day and uh, we are mediocre as always and didn't break a tie <laughs> as as usual. And so it just is what it is. Yeah, that's I feel like you guys are always in in really good ties and then just can't. Yeah, just haven't had any luck since uh, – who was your – you didn't have Joseph Kane, right? No. That was – No, we had Taylor Suttles, but – Taylor Suttles. We just graduated Ethan Reese, who is a fourth All-American. Right. Um, so he was the one tie on our roster. And so now we're a uh, team full of clears, which is kind of wow. scrappy, and we'll see. And, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll – I think we'll talk about your group tonight. So um, I, I can save that. Um for then but let's go ahead and, and jump in to our first group of uh tonight so we're going to be talking about the Heil group so the Heil group uh consists of the one seed Ann Arbor two seed Scottsdale three seed Aurora and the four seed the Rochester Port Geniuses um forever a four seed in the PNTT at this point um so we're going to go ahead and get into it with Ann Arbor so we've got the Ann Arbor Bing Bongs of course coached by coach Bradley and named after his lovely cats um Ann Arbor graduated the 2034 class, brought in the 7566 class. But even then, Brad says that it's a little underrated. Um, and then they finished the year as the 10th ranked team. They were, a, I believe, a two seed in the NTT. Yep, that's right. And then finished uh, 18th in the NTT last year. And then they come in as a 67th ranked team. Um, so I'll go ahead and kick it over to you to get started. What do you see here with Ann Arbor? Yeah, I mean, th- this class is clearly headlined by Justin Hampton, um, a 6'9 forward, shooting almost 52% from the field, 58% true shooting, 20 points, 10 boards. Um, looks like a good defender as well. Uh, so really versatile guy with great size. Um, <clears throat> he's going to help them because they don't have – I mean, they, they're bringing back one guy who's 6'9 um, and mm-hmm. a lot of mid-level height, so – you know, probably going to fill in for Appleby, who is uh, they lost their starting center and um, going to fill that starting role. I think that helps. I mean, Appleby was one of their most productive players. Um, so I, I'm looking at that a lot. They also uh, lost their backcourt last year. So those are some big holes to fill. Mm-hmm. Mitchell and Heil, who the group's named after. Um, those two guards uh, for Ann Arbor last year combined for 33 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mitchell had eight and a half assists. So that's a big hole to fill. And I think is, is going to be hard with the disparity. If you look at what they lost compared to what they bring in, but I do think Hampton's a really great player. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm interested if they, he moves Jacob Allen up a spot mm-hmm. and then um, both Hampton and Dixon start. I wonder if Dixon's going to take over the center position. It just looks like he had a little bit of a better defensive presence. Um, and one of the things, so they, sorry, go ahead. No, you you go ahead. All right, I will. I was just going to say, it's interesting to me when teams bring in a combo of bigs like this, um, where one is clearly more offensive-minded. 
um, right. and seeing how they can develop chemistry. I've had a couple of things mm-hmm. where it works really well when you have one guy who can really score in the post and the other guy who, frankly, is just not worried about shooting at all and focusing on the right. Yep, yep, I think you're right. And and Brad, so he texted a group thread of ours um, that we talk about T-League again a lot, but he said, um, you know, Justin Hampton's a stud we desperately need and will be a go-to guy for us. So he's he's going to get fed a lot. He said, but we're we're a highly, highly nasty defense, um, but with not much offense, and we're one guy away from being like a top-tier team. And so I think that they're going to sort of like rely on Hampton to take the offensive sort of like <clears> – <throat> presence there and then and then just rely on defense i mean they they forced a 47 percent true shooting percentage in the conference 15 with the number two strength schedule like that's pretty wild Mm -hmm. um and so it seems like they just got better defensively um so that'll be that's a really really uh interesting sort of approach for bradley who's usually a more offensive minded coach and if you look at their past couple years they're on the cusp of the sweet 16 um, mm-hmm. it looks like just based on the numbers on paper, which the season hasn't even started, they look like a borderline NTT team, not quite a borderline sweet 16 team, um, but mm-hmm. still really talented. And that's why you play the games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Brad has built this, this program was like one of the worst in league 31. And he's really built it up over these last couple of years to make the, the NTT, the last three seasons and build a legitimate contender. So uh, pretty pretty good team, pretty exciting team, and deserving of the one spot here. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and jump over to Scottsdale. So we got the Scottsdale Sentinels, coached by Coach No Thought to it. Um, Scottsdale graduated the 31-64 class, brought in a 150-184 class, and then they finished last year as a 36th-ranked team uh, and start the year as the 112th-ranked team. So what do you see here from your region mates, uh, Scottsdale? Yeah, it all starts with Philip Lanterman in, the, in that offense. Um, mm-hmm. Played small forward last year is 6'4", um, 26 points, almost uh, five rebounds, two assists. Um, so led their team in, in lots of ways as a freshman last year. So we'll see if, you know, we'll see what kind of sophomore year he has and if the sophomore slumps a big year or a, a real thing. Um, they had a pretty balanced bench as well last year. Um and looking at this class that they brought in, um, it is is obviously not the thirty one sixty four that they lost. I mean, it's just right. There's no way around that. So I I don't see any of these guys making an impact in the starting lineup for sure. Um, man, Oral Roberts. They lost. Uh, there's two point nine seconds left. Sorry. Oh you my gosh. No, it's post. okay. Yeah. Um, man, sorry, my mind's <laughs> jumping back and forth. Uh, they lost both their starting bigs too, um, and they did not bring in any height. So that's going to be tough for this team. Um, they have one six nine guy who was their backup center last year. Um, his per thirty numbers last season uh, weren't anything special, but he does look like a capable defender. Um, that's going to mm-hmm. help him per thirty. Um, fresh or that guy was uh, nine and a half boards, two point three assists, two point uh, five steals, and two blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And I was wondering, I mean, it looks like he, I don't know if these were all, if these were back, or I mean, uh, walk-ons or if they were like clear lead backups to his plan, but they're all like uh, point guard-esque guys who had decent assisted turnover ratios. I was looking, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to uh, replace Simpson. But Simpson is, has had a disappointing college career. 
I mean, in high school, he averaged 13 points a game. Not great, but 8.7 assists and 1.6 wow. steals. Um, and then he he has just got – and three, he did have 3.1 turnovers, but it's like high usage sort of situation. But he's only gotten like worse in his assist-to-turnover ratio. Um, and it seems like worse every year. I mean, I can't do the math quickly. But, yeah, yeah worse every year. Uh, and so, um, man, he, I, I, he looks like he should be a much better player. It does seem like he at least does set up Lancer Mantle, uh quite a few times per game. Um, but like you said, like they lost a lot of back-end talent. I mean, Daniel Freshour is pretty good, uh, and I'm surprised he didn't even start based on his high school numbers. Um, but he did have a minus – he was the only minus on their team last year in terms of plus-minus. Um, so maybe there is something to that. Yeah, I think they're going to be a lot smaller uh, and just also not as offensive. I think, I think they look at Willie Blackston a lot this year, um, the most productive mm-hmm. bench score from, uh, from last season. Yeah. Yep, that's a good point. Great. Well, let's go ahead and jump over to Aurora. So we got the Aurora Roaring Rhinos. It's really easy. Coached by M- Coach M. Cook. That makes me think of the uh, – what's that show about the sh- Alec Baldwin – with Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey? Um, where they are. talk about the rural juror. Yeah, 30 yeah, rural jurors. Yeah, yeah. Um, urban fervor. Um, so uh, Aurora graduated the 162-191 class, brought in the 31-42 class. Great day for M. Cook in general. He also brought in the, uh, I think the two, no, the 1-1 class, I think, in, uh, in T-League. So nice. congrats, coach. Um, he, grad, or he finished the year as the 109th ranked team and starts the year as the 60th ranked team. Uh, so what do you see here with uh, Coach M. Cook's team? Yeah, I see a great freshman class. I think these guys are talented. Um, I uh, I don't know who the stud is looking at these guys' numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Jaynes at 6'7 has, has the most height and, and the best shooting percentage. Um, but these guys all look like they can contribute. Uh, I think Angel Williams to me is a huge question mark. Here we go, last play. Mm-hmm. The three's up. Winner if it goes. Oh, man. Rip Oral Roberts. Spoiler alert. Oh, so but sad. they got a good shot. Their best player, three pointer at the buzzer. So, um, dang. Yeah, man. Uh, what was I saying? I like these freshmen. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that Williams is going to get a chance to start though because they're bringing back. Um, they're bringing mm-hmm. back their backcourt from last season. Uh, they have a, a pass-first point guard in Martinez who doesn't get that many assists. Um, so interesting to go with that strategy and not get a guy that's uh, that's high assists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was kind no, of funny there. Yeah. No, no, you're good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, this team had a decent true shooting percentage and forced it. You know, they had a good margin but still didn't win as many games as you would expect with that margin. Um, they were still 13-11 and just, with just the 121st strength of schedule last year. Um, I think they got much better. They just lost one starter who uh, was, seems to have been their least effective starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you slide in. I, I think James is probably the move there. Um, they do lose a little bit of bench power with uh, Troy Derry. He was a 66% true shooting percentage, 10 points a game bench guy. Um, but you're bringing in like, what is this? Uh, 54 points per game, 55 points per game um, from high schoolers. So I, I don't think that they're, 
offense is going to be that much of a concern. I still think, you know, they did not, they had a 17 to 11 turnover assist turnover ratio as a team. Um, it still seems like they're going to have a hard time moving the ball. Um, but maybe Samaj Spivey gets, gets in there and, um, and, and gets the ball moving a little bit better. Had a decent assist turnover. Great ratio. name, by the way. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I put that on the, um, Rochester old names team, but I definitely should have. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and jump over. I'll, I'll just say one other thing. I'm really curious to see what Williams does. I have had horrible results with smaller point guards in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And even guys that I think look really good and can handle shooting over taller players. Um, it, right. it just seems so tough. So um, hope the best for the kid. I, I, I'm curious to yeah. see how it works out. Yeah. And one thing actually that you can't really – like scout for, but um, I think that these are like somewhat high free throw numbers from high schoolers um, just based on shooting settings and stuff. So uh, Williams at 3.6 free throws per game. Spivey had 2.7. James at 3.6. That might be a, a little bit of a, a hidden factor for them. If they take the mm-hmm. ball to the hoop, um, they already had a better, they shot more free throws than they gave up. So maybe they're a team that forces a lot of fouls and beats some better teams in them as a result yeah. of that. But uh, let's go ahead and jump over to the last team. Definitely not the least. Uh, um, the Rochester Boy Geniuses, coached by yours. Is he an active coach? Uh, so we – no, I don't think so. Never heard him. Never seen him post on the board. He does not have more posts than Kyle on the board, despite signing up like seven years for after Kyle. Um, yeah. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but I'm going to act like it did. Um, so Rochester, we graduated the 151-98 class. Um, which was a lot better than its ratings, honestly, and brought in the ninety-one thirty-four class um, with clear lead walk-on and a, a guy that fell to us. We finished last year ranked twenty-fifth uh, with our PTT Final Four run, uh, and we come into the year ranked sixty-ninth. Uh, so, what? I'll, I'll throw it to you first. Wanna, I'm interested in what you think about uh, Rochester here. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, Nick Lewis is a hard guy to lose. Um, mm-hmm. you, you bring back your bigs, which is a luxury in this league, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a tough recruiting year for you because, uh, you're losing three seniors who are all six, seven plus, um, right. Or six, nine plus, uh, six, nine plus. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Michael Terrell, who you brought in at, at six, three is an enigma to me, um, played power forward in high school and got eight and a half boards as a six, three power forward. <laughs> Right. Um, is right. he excellent athleticism? Is, am I okay to ask that? He's he's good. good. He's a good sure. athlete. Sure. Yeah, he's so, yeah. That's fine. He's a good, fair, good, 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 good. Just give it so. all to us. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I'll just mention if people aren't looking at this, all three of your freshmen scored seventeen point <laughs> three points in high school. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Which actually, the total is funny because. Two guys scored exactly 466 points, and then Michael Terrell scored 468, which I guess still averages to uh, 17.3. But uh, I was like, I mean, it's ridiculous, right? That Whitaker and Freeman scored the exact same amount of points, and then all three averaged the, the exact same average. So hilarious. Yeah, that is really funny. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what you're thinking. I could see Terrell sliding in to that point guard spot. Um, I think a lot for your team depends on the development of Jackson and Widener. Um, they seem mm-hmm. to really carry the load at, and do it pretty efficiently for you. Um, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
when you got two big guys getting double digit rebounds and uh, look at all those assists from the post you got coming back. Uh, I think you guys are in a pretty good spot, honestly. Yeah, I, I actually like our draw for the group. I think that I honestly think we're about equal with Aurora and Ann Arbor. And Ann Arbor probably still has a leg up on all of us. Um, and I think just like right now, we're better team than Scottsdale. Um, yeah, it's tough um, because Widener is was a like an eight eight, I think. Um, who I was really mad was an eight eight, but I didn't have any options, so I stayed on him. But he's he's good, good, excellent, good, excellent, poor, and mm. so he is like uh, can he eats when an, another poor defender is on him. So I have to figure out what to do with him because his he is not super efficient from the floor. I mean, he's forty seven percent field goal which is probably what I should be looking at a little bit more because he's not a very good free throw shooter as opposed to true shooting percentage, which was a below mm-hmm. 50%. Um, because uh, I just don't always know what to do with him. You know what I mean? I think our biggest issue – sorry, I'm rambling. Our biggest issue is point guard. So Nicholas Lewis, despite being able to score 23 points again last year, had a 1.8 to 2.5 turnover ratio. Um, and then Elias Jackson, who's our shooting guard, had a 1.8 to 2.0 assist to turnover ratio. Um, that's just not sustainable. You not know what I mean? Great. When you have that, right. Yeah. Not great, Bob. Um, and so the, and then the two guards that, so Whitaker is going to be in aid, but the two guys we brought in Freeman are Te- and Terrell are uh, fair and good hands, but Terrell still just from scrims was actually a pretty bad passer. Um, and so I think he's just, Okay, at dribbling, which is actually probably fine at point guard, honestly. Well, especially when you have a so, guy like Allen on your team, right? Right. Yeah, it, that that's what yes. really really helps, right? Even though he's a fair hands, isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just in and out action rather than your point guard yep. kicking to cutters off screens or whatever. Right. Right. So I do think we're going to be pretty decent. Um, I don't think we can compete with top end teams. Um, so that, that's what I. That's how I'll sure. it, I guess. But, yep. Well, with that, let's go ahead. Um, let's do, like, one or two players, two or three players to watch from this group. Yeah, I the the two that stuck out to me, um, and part of this is recency, is Widener on your team. I just think the evolution mm-hmm. from freshman to sophomore year um, is always interesting, mm-hmm. and then especially with a guy that was that highly touted. Um, so, right. Uh, I think that's a key. And then uh, I go back to Ann Arbor um, and mm-hmm. uh, what was his name? Justin Hampton. The freshman Justin they Hampton, brought in. Yep. Man, uh, where better to step out of the big stage than in the spotlight of the PNTT? Exactly. Yep. Yep. The, the more important. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think. Looking at um, Aurora, I mean, Shirtleff is going to have to continue to carry the load for them, it looks. I mean, they got a lot of offense, uh, so I, I, I think Jane's probably steps in that small forward position. I'm really excited to see what he does, and then Lanterman, if he can continue sort of his tear offensively, um, looks like he can. Um, but I, I think that he could steal some games for yeah, Scottsdale. I, I so, heard Aurora's uh, shooting guard um, lost most of his clothes. No, he's yeah, he's shirt just got his shirt left. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Um, uh, you'd think I would know all these names because I do the all-names team, and, but I still miss guys like that. That was good. Um, all right, let's go ahead and make some predictions. Uh, 
yeah, how do you think that this group's going to play um, I I have a, a winner of this group in my mind. I haven't looked at the schedule. So I'll just tell you. Who, you say that, and then I'll continue. I'll just tell you who I think is going to win, and then you can tell me who plays who and who has the easier road. Um, okay. I think Ann Arbor has the most talent in this group. I think Rochester is mm-hmm. going to win this group um, because mm-hmm. for me, and this will be a theme with other predictions I make tonight, uh, in the preseason tournament, experience matters. Um, mm-hmm. Ann Arbor has the best freshman coming in, but I think your team has the best returning core. Um, when you have bigs mm-hmm. and guards that are both returning, yes, you have to replace your point guard, um, but you're taking two freshmen who started all year last year who can settle into their roles, who know their spots in this team. Um, and I just think that's mm-hmm. going to be enough to give you whatever it is, four wins, five wins, whatever you need to, to get past this group. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great point. And I think we're really helped by the fact that we play Ann Arbor first, honestly, um, where Brad's still going to be figuring out some stuff. Um, he, Brad is really has a really intuitive brain for this game. And so it's going to be hard to know uh, what he's going to throw at me. But um, I, I do think I am benefited by that, having him in the first game. So looking at the schedule, I mean, I hate to say this, but I have the fourth place schedule. And so I play... My out-of-conference are Ocala, you guys, and Nashville. And while I think all three of you guys are good, I think I split with Ocala, so 50-50 shot. And I think at this point I'm probably better than you guys Mm -hmm. in Nashville. Um, Aurora has to play New York City, Eugene, and Ocala. Um, I think that Eugene is just a really good team, and I think that's an automatic loss. Scottsdale has to play Lansing uh, and Dearborn. I think both of those are probably losses for them. And then Ann Arbor has to play Duluth and Huntington Beach and Ocala. And I think, I don't know how Duluth loses a game this year. Um, their team is just like absolutely loaded. Oh, they're good this year? Uh, and then Huntington Beach, <laughs> they, they, I guess they might be. Um, and so I actually think even, so I think Brad probably goes four and two, but I look at our schedule and I think we mm-hmm. go five and one. Um, and we win either of the Ann Arbor or Ocala games. And I think we're set. Um, and even if we go, four and two, we play against some teams where we can run up the score. And so I, I think it probably comes down to us just because Aurora has a much harder schedule um, and Ann Arbor has a harder schedule. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we will be back. um, Yeah. With another group for you guys.